0: episode of She's Busy AF. Today is not a business strategy focused episode. Today is just a little bit of fun and um, we're going to take the pressure off work for a second, which I think is a great idea considering this is a holiday week and we're probably feeling like it's the tuesday Wednesday ever. But you know, we're here. We're doing the thing. So really I wanted to talk about hobbies as an entrepreneur because so often I think we tie our identities, identities, what a word, Well, we really tie them to work and when people are like how are you we say busy or when they're like what do you do Um, well first of all that's typically the question which by the way Total side note, if you've ever been to Europe, that is not the first thing people ask you when they are learning about you. They're not like, what do you do? But here in America, that seems to be like the thing to do. So yeah, it's just we tie so much of our identities to work. That's just the reality of, I don't know, America. So I think then what happens is we're so obsessed with work, especially as entrepreneurs, and what we've done is created a lifestyle for ourselves that, you know, we can work outside of a nine-to-five, and that's the power of it, and the beauty of it is that flexibility. Like, for me, I'm recording this episode at nine o'clock at night. I just got done with a couple emails, and I will probably do a little bit more after this, and that's just because... I can. You know, I would have never done that for my nine to five ever. I never wanted to work late and I resented working late. I wanted to work within the confines of those nine to five hours. But as an entrepreneur, I'm not productive after like two. So I get my best work done in the morning or later at night when I'm like a little recharged from the afternoon activities. So, anyways, (laughs) I'm getting on a tangent here when this is not the topic of the episode. But basically, coming full circle back to this. We have to have things outside of work that we like to do. Not things that we have to do. Like, we obviously have to do dishes. If that's anyone's hobby, please come live with me. (laughs) Um, You know, we have to take care of our kids if we have kids. And also, I don't ever look at it as, like, I have to take care of my kid. I look at it as, like, wow, I get to unplug for a couple hours and hang out with my kid. This is super awesome. And we go to parks and play on the floor and stuff because she's eight months old. But when... My kid is asleep, or when she can join me for things that I like to do, or when I get a break from things. There are things I enjoy doing that aren't working doing the dishes, doing laundry, cleaning. And I'm going to talk about some of those things because we just have to have hobbies. We have to have hobbies in order to be wholesome human beings and not fall into a pit of despair and depression. And I will preface this too with as an entrepreneur, it's possible to have a hobby without monetizing it or trying to. I learned very quickly that you could burn out if you try and monetize every single thing you do. Ask me how many Instagram accounts I have. Don't. Actually, I'll just tell you. I have a photography one. I have a plant one. I have a fensta because, oh my gosh, I actually feel like I need to go reactivate my fensta because I bet that was funny. Uh, I have my account. Um, I have my business account. I have my old business account. I did not make one for my dogs, but I did make one for my kid, and it's called I Wish That I Had Jessie's Hair. If you don't know, my kid was born with like three inches of hair all over her head, and it's like halfway down her back now, and she's seven and a half months old. So anyways, moral of the story, don't try and monetize every hobby you have. Just don't. You need hobbies that you can't monetize and that you just enjoy doing. So here we go. I'm going to talk about some of my hobbies. If you think that's boring, then you can skip this. That's totally fine. Skip this epi. No. I hope that you relate to this. And if you do, please DM me on Instagram so we can talk about our hobbies and not just talk about work all the time. So here we go. The first one, if you didn't catch this from some of the previous episodes, I thoroughly enjoy reading books. Now, I can't really read business books, I have a very hard time with them. I can listen to business books, I can listen to podcasts. Podcasts, give me a business podcast, I'll listen to that all day. But books, I need page turners. I kind of cut TV out unless it's those big things like stranger things or whatever, and I'll binge them, but I need books, and here's why. When I had my kid and I started nursing, I was spending 30 to 45 minutes per nursing session, like seven times a day nursing, and I got sick of staring at my phone. So I got a Kindle for Christmas right after my kid was born, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to start reading again. I'm going to read thrillers, and I'm going to be really into them. And uh, that's exactly what happens. So some of my latest favorites have been Lies That Bind Us, The Last Time I Lied, Behind Closed Doors, The Silent Patient, Verity. Oh my gosh, there's so many more. If you want to add me on Goodreads, hit me up and we can talk about this off of the podcast. But oh my gosh, right now I'm reading Rock Paper Scissors, which was really popular, I guess on TikTok. Someone told me it was a good read. So I'm there. I did try and read another Colleen Hoover book after Verity, and I was sorely disappointed. (laughs) It was Layla, don't read it. Or if you did read it and actually liked it, sorry, but like, I feel like that was really bad literature. (laughs) I kind of hate when a thriller ends and just feels really cheesy like Verity, I feel like the ones that leave you wondering what actually happened, you're hanging on this edge. I enjoy those because then you can kind of like come up with the ending in your mind. All right, so that's it. Reading books. My other favorite hobby is playing with plants. And prior to having a baby, I had plant babies and I was making plant babies. Like, I just became the queen of propagating plants. I would walk around the neighborhood with one of my friends, and we would, like, take clippings off of fences that weren't technically on people's properties. That's probably illegal, but just don't tell on me, and actually, (laughs) one of them is sitting right next to me right now. It's one that I made. Very proud of it, but I really enjoyed, prior to having a kid, I really enjoyed taking clippings of plants or just like watching new leaves grow on plants like every day I'd be like this one's unfurling and I probably sound like the biggest nerd and loser right now but nature's so cool man also really creepy like I'll look at my plants sometime and be like it's creepy that you're growing in front of me right now <laughs> like you are a living thing you're a plant but you're li- you're living it's weird sometimes i just get really creeped out by it but i became really good at it and the plan was maybe still is to have like a plant shop one day because I just love plants and I also feel like sometimes in art if you feel like you don't have a green thumb it can be learned it's really not that difficult about figuring out best lighting and the climate you live in like I live in Florida so as long as you have south-facing light in a room your plants are gonna grow they're gonna be fine but then it's like controlling pests that's a whole episode I'm not gonna get into that now but my favorite plant is monstera's I have some growing outside at one of our properties and then I have one big one that I cut down and made multiples of and I'm obsessed with it and just watching it grow and thrive monsteras are great too i think there's something about monsteras being like the gift giving plant or something and actually that's what i did for christmas one year i took multiple clippings and like propagated them and then put them in soil and then gifted them and like my mom still has hers it's grown massively i'm so jealous none of mine have gotten as big as hers but yeah if you think i'm a little bit of a weirdo it's fine it's fine maybe you'll think i'm less weird for these last three But another big hobby I have is fishing. So my husband and I have a boat and we go fishing when we can, which is not that often lately. (laughs) We also are big into real estate investments. So right now we've been spending a lot of time on our properties and making those really cool and fun. But when we're not doing that, (laughs) we're going fishing. And I have some crazy fishing stories. Now, I do want to preface this with we are very much live off the land and sea it is a goal of ours to have a garden it is a goal of ours to have chickens and eat the eggs from the chickens it is a goal of ours to just kind of live off the land as much as we can and we are the type of people where we will eat all of what we kill whether that's land animals or fish um obviously i don't eat the brains and the bones but we will cut as much meat as we can off of the fish and we eat it and that is very important to us. We are all about sustainability and I also just feel like if we're going to eat meat, I would like to know where it's coming from because these days you just never know. So, we are very much users of all things. We cannot wait to have a compost pile <laughs> one of the places we live someday. But anyways, back to the story. I have some crazy 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 fishing stories. And one of them is when I caught my first sailfish. Now, if you don't know what a sailfish is, look it up. It's technically called a game fish and I think they're hard to catch like you can't just go out on a boat and drop a line in the water and catch one of these I mean maybe sometimes that happens but it was right when COVID hit and I mean we were going out fishing all the time because we have a house that's on a canal and so we can get out into the ocean pretty easy and not a lot of people were doing that because not a lot of people live on canals not everyone lives on canals, so it's a lot harder to get out there and oh my gosh we were kite fishing so basically we were putting line you're ta- you would kind of attach it to a kite is the best way I could explain it and you send it out in the water and the baits are kind of flapping right on top of the water and I just watched this sailfish come out of the water bite my bait and run with it and guys it was the coolest thing ever if you're curious um, send me a message on Instagram and I'll send you a picture oh my gosh so this is the type of fish that you catch and release we do not take them and eat them I think you can but they're such beautiful fish that you catch them you pet them you say thank you so much shed a tear and you send it on its way and i haven't repeated it yet i have hooked a couple other sailfish but i haven't brought them to the boat like i have this one and it was just such a cool experience another good story i have is this triple wahoo story so if you don't know what a wahoo is look that fish up Some people call them like zebra fish in hawaii they're called ono and in my opinion they are the best eating sushi fish that exists so when we catch these it's like a big deal we invite a lot of people over and it's best eaten fresh so we don't even like to freeze any and it's a big fish when you catch it like you get a lot of meat off of it so we have a whole feast and we just sear the outside and slice it like sashimi and oh my gosh it is so good but one time aj and i went out and i think that we had heard that there were some wahoo out in the water and so We were like, okay, let's see. So we threw out our gear that was specific to catching this type of fish. And we were going around a bend and made a, you know, a big loop. And all of a sudden, one of the lines goes off. and I didn't even have a second to think. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Then the next line went off. And I was like, whoa. And then the next line went off. And I was like, (laughs) I looked at AJ and I was like, there's two of us. And three lines just went off. He's like, okay, so go get them. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm back there. I'm reeling. Long story short, because I'm probably boring you. No, I'm just kidding. I hope I'm not. We ended up losing one of the fish, but we got both of these fish to the boat. They were probably, I think they were about 40 pounds each. Massive fish. Took us a good hour, and I was really scared of getting sharked. And this is something that happens when you're over, like, reefs. So in South Florida here, like, if you go over a reef and you have a fish on the line, sharks hang out on the reefs. If they see a fish that's struggling, they'll come up and they'll get it. So you have to be very strategic about getting these dang fish in the boat. And it was just one of the coolest experiences ever we almost lost one of the other fish because I kind of let the line go slack a little bit as I was pulling it into the boat so at some point I'd have to visually show this for anyone to understand but at some point when you're getting the fish close to the boat when you're handlining it if you lose tension the lure can kind of slip out of its lip and it can swim away and that's actually what happened the second AJ went to it's called a gaff basically like a spear with a hook on the end of it and that's how you get that type of fish in the boat because it's so heavy it could snap the line he went to gaff it and realized that the hook had just come out of the mouth at that moment and so oh my gosh we were so lucky but the funny thing about this is we got up really early to go fishing probably 6 a.m we got out there at 7 we put the lines in the water we had both of these fish in the boat by 8 a.m and we were like okay let's just call it a day and like usually we'll spend all day on the water until we catch up and so we went inshore and went to this marina. We went to get ice, and the guy was like, oh, you, you guys headed out? And we're like, oh, no, we're, we're just coming in. We just need some ice for the fish. And he looks inside our fish box, and he's like, whoa! you really did load up. And yeah, so we sat and had drinks at eight o'clock in the morning and ate breakfast. And it was just like a story I'll never, ever, 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 ever forget. But some other cool things that we've done are like, we've gone diving for lobster. I haven't gone with proper dive gear. I've gone like off something called a hookah rig. So basically it's like all these hoses attached to this compressor that sits above the water. And so basically you go down and dive in like 20, 30 feet of water and you just pull up lobster out of holes and Yeah. So we've done a good bit of that. And yeah, I love spending time on the water. I love being in the water. There's something about the ocean that I'll just never understand. I think we still don't know so much about the ocean. It's like more of a mystery to us than outer space. But being out there, putting your phone away, not being on land, being away from people, but also secluded, like I can't tell you, I get more ideas on the boat than I do in the shower and it's just the best. And if you've never gone fishing and you don't get seasick, no, even if you do, you can take stuff. I highly recommend getting out there and doing it, going on a fishing charter and just having a good time or coming to visit me and going on the boat with us. It's just wholesome 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 stuff and i cannot wait to take my kids fishing one day it's gonna be the best okay so now that i've spent about 20 minutes on fishing i'm gonna move on (laughs) so i have two other big hobbies of mine and another one kind of ties hand in hand with going fishing and that's spending time outside so i like to spend at least an hour to two hours a day outside every day if i can even in this brutal florida summer heat i like to go to parks i do that with jesse now i like to walk around parks we take the dogs to the parks I also really enjoyed adventuring to national parks. And that actually kind of ties into my next one, which is traveling. And I don't get to do a ton of this anymore, but it's in our family code, if you will, that we will take national park vacations yearly. So some national parks we've visited, Yosemite, Coconino, I don't know if I'm saying that right, Everglades National Park, we've spent a good amount of time out and around there. And I really hope to hit up some more. In the near future, I really want to go to Acadia. I want to go to Glacier, Denali, Zion, Joshua Tree. There's some caves somewhere too. (laughs) It's Smoky Mountain, National Park. But yeah, traveling is another really big hobby of mine. And we've kind of monetized this a little bit already in my life. (laughs) Maybe I'll get into that one on another episode. But wrapping this all up, I really think it's crucial to have these hobbies and you just need to have something that you can step away from work and do and just be fully there and just have those other things about you that make you who you are. And I always get so excited when I see other people's hobbies on Instagram. I guess another one of mine, if I can throw in one more real quick, would be tequila. Tequila. <laughs> If you know me, you know I love my margaritas. And prior to getting pregnant, I had tequila Fridays every single Friday. And it was a thing that I started during the pandemic and got super into tequila and was trying new stuff every Friday. Got really expensive at the liquor store. But, anyways, I would love, I would love, love, love if you message me on Instagram, either at Brand Good Time, if you know me there, or the She's Busy AF Instagram. And tell me about some of your hobbies because, you know, I'm always looking to try new things. Maybe not cross stitching or knitting or maybe, <laughs> but I love to hear what you guys like to do outside of work. I think it just makes us well-rounded individuals to have things we're into. And if you don't do anything outside of work, well, here's your sign to start. Read a book, get outside, go try the plant venture thing, travel if you can travel, get a dog. I have dogs and those are definitely uh, part of my hobbies they are actually things i have to take care of routinely too you know gotta keep them alive but they're the best so thank you so much for tuning in to another potentially chaotic episode depending on how you want to look at it Uh, i definitely had a nice break from throwing out some more strategy centric stuff things are a little chaotic in my life right now with like home renovations and not being able to live there and all of that. So doing episodes like this makes me happy. So anyways, send me a message on Instagram. Tell me about your hobbies and make sure you like, subscribe, not even saying the right things. Leave a review on my channel if you had a good time (laughs) and I'll see you guys on the next episode.